declutter takes up so much space in our homes, minds, time, and eventually our landfills. We live in a world that has shaped us into consumers on a planet that can't sustain the consumption. I am Steph Maguire, and the Sort It Out Sustainably podcast is here for the nature freaks and freaks of nature who want to rebel from the consumerist culture and create a more intentional life. I'm on a mission to help you be surrounded by the things that you love and to let go of the things that you don't. I'm all about creating simplicity, sustainability and joy in your home so that you can live a life closer to your full potential. Hi friends, I've got this episode today as another audio version of some online content that I've got. Last week I did a similar thing and I based the episode of the what type of minimalist quiz that I have on my website. And this week I am basing this episode off a free downloadable PDF guide that I've got for 10 questions to ask yourself while decluttering. So I'm going to go through 10 questions to ask yourself when deciding what to declutter. I've designed this as a reference point for those items that are hard to decide on. When you're going through your stuff with the intention of simplifying, many items can confidently go in the keep or donate pile but some items are really hard to decide on. These questions are helpful for those items. You don't have to ask yourself all 10 questions for every item. And these questions are not supposed to be hard rules to dictate what you keep either. They are simply meant to help give you more clarity in your relationship with your stuff so that you can make the right decision for yourself. The PDF guide is on my website and then you can download it and save it somewhere accessible for you to reference anytime you're doing a decluttering sesh. But I might as well get into the 10 questions for you here now. They're in no particular order and of course you don't have to ask all 10 questions when you get to a tricky item, but when you get yourself familiar with these questions and you've got the PDF saved in your phone somewhere accessible, then you can grab it out and just read over a few questions that you feel might be relevant to help you gain more clarity on the item that you're trying to decide on. And this can become a really valuable resource in your toolkit to decluttering. So basically all of these questions can be asked when you are holding an individual item in your hand trying to decide whether to keep it or not. Question number one, how many times a year do I use it? First, you should probably be asking yourself the question of how many uses a year would I be willing to keep an item in my home for? If you use the item less than that answer, it's possible it's not worth keeping. Different categories of items will carry different answers. So a going out dress might be worth keeping to be used four times a year, but a random kitchen appliance probably isn't worth keeping unless it gets used regularly. Question number two, would I use something else to get the same job done? If the circumstance that I could use this item actually happened, would I actually use this or something else? Many items we keep for just-in-case scenarios, which often don't actually arise, FYI. 
But if those scenarios do arise, we can end up using something else or at worst can use something else instead. For example, I was in a client's closet when she pulled out a dress that she said that she was keeping in case she got invited to a beach or tropical themed party. I asked her that if that actually happened, would she more likely wear a Camilla dress? She had a few Camilla dresses. If you don't know what that is, it's a brand of a really particular style of dress, which is very tropical and very bright and colorful. So she replied, yeah, I probably would. The same goes with anything else that you have. If you've got something else that would or could work better or will do, then the thing that you don't actually truly love and use a lot, then that can probably go. Question number three, do I feel joy when I pick this item up? If an item truly makes you feel a good feeling, then it might be a good idea to keep it. The purpose of decluttering is to curate our homes to contain items that bring us joy and free us from the ones that don't. If something makes you happy but isn't necessarily useful, put it somewhere that you can appreciate it. If it is useful, put it somewhere that you can use it. For example, jewellery that you keep for sentimental value can make a comeback into your outfits or if it doesn't really fit your day-to-day style can be hung on display in different areas, perhaps hanging necklaces over the hangers of special outfits in the wardrobe. Question number four, does this item add value to my life? Everything we own should add to our life or it is somewhat hindering us by owning it. Does the item actually make your life a little better? Or is it just an idea of perceived value that isn't the actual reality? Saves me time and gives me a better result when I use it pretty much every day. Other single-use items like an avocado slicer that sit in the back of a cluttered drawer might not give real value in reality, even if they're advertised to make life easier. Question number five, if I got rid of this item, what would actually happen? Majority of items that we contemplate getting rid of, not the ones that we use every day, we wouldn't actually miss. Over 80% of items in the average home hardly ever get used. If If you're thinking of decluttering something that if it was gone could actually cause you a problem, then keep it. What's the worst case scenario? Living without it? needing to borrow or buy it again in an unlikely event. So as an example, a specialty sports item that you don't use wouldn't negatively affect your life post decluttering. If while you actually own it, you don't think, let's go play cricket, then when you don't own it, you're even more unlikely to decide to do that when you don't have it. Question number six, is it the item that I feel an attachment to or something connected to the item? Sometimes there are items that we have a completely valid attachment to and we can totally keep and appreciate the item. But if you have an attachment to an item that you don't need or want but feel too emotionally attached to it to let it go, determine if it's a separate memory or value that you're attached to or whether it's the item itself. For example, an ugly school uniform jacket might feel hard to let go of even if it hasn't been worn in a decade. It might feel like you're letting go of the teenage part of yourself by ditching it. Your memories of the past are not reliant on items from the past. The items you keep are what you choose to be used in your life moving forward. 
Of course, you can keep things that are sentimental without using them specifically, but maybe have a sentimental box that you can dig through and remember the past every so often and be intentional with what you keep in that box. Don't keep things out of guilt. Keep things out of appreciation. Question number seven. Do I feel obligated or expected to keep this item? You might feel obligated to keep certain things because they were gifts or because of what certain people or society expects you to own. You are who lives in your home and you get to decide what you keep and look after. So it's unlikely that someone will ask. It is so unlikely that someone will ask you where something is that you don't own anymore, even if they gave it to you as a gift. For example, if you've had a gift for a while and haven't used it, it's safe and okay to donate it to someone who will use it, who it is suited for. Feeling gratitude for the gift giver and donating the gift is better than keeping it with guilt in the back of the cupboard. Question number eight. Would I buy this item again if I didn't already own it and saw it in a store? If the answer is no, that can tell you a lot about how much you actually value the item now. We can be biased with valuing items that we own just because we already own them. Money is not wasted by getting rid of items that don't serve you. It's wasted by buying them. And if it used to serve you and it doesn't now, that's great. The money wasn't wasted, but your space and time will be wasted now by keeping it. For example, owning a top that you don't wear because you liked it when you bought it isn't really relevant. Then it probably isn't going to be used moving forward. Question number nine, can I give it a home to be stored in? Everything in our homes should have a home where it's kept. This makes tidying up a simple process of returning things back to their homes, not just attempting to neaten mess. We want our storage areas to be not so full that they're impractical or an eyesore. Do you have a spot that you can make this item a home? You need somewhere to put it. If your storage is full, something's got to go. For example, if you have too many shoes to fit neatly where you keep your shoes, something has to go. Or you could create another area for some shoes, like having everyday shoes on a shoe rack near the door. Don't fall for the trap of creating more storage solutions if the problem was too much stuff. Question number 10. Could someone else benefit from this item more than you? If you have the item just sitting around in storage, could someone else use it? If it's in good condition and is an item that is still sold in retail, then that means that there's a demand for it. Maybe you can sell it or just give it away for free, advertising it online or donating it to charity. For example, after my baby grew out of the first few sizes of clothes, I donated them to a charity that helps mums and babies in need. Yes, I want another baby, but I'd rather the clothes be used than sit in my garage for two years in the 50% chance that I have another boy. Alright, so that was the 10 questions to ask yourself when you get stuck with decluttering something. I hope this guide helps you feel more empowered in your decision making while decluttering. You can head to the main page of my website and scroll down to the bottom and you should be able to find the link to download this guide and keep it on your phone. But I'll also put a direct link to it in the show notes for this episode. 
Again, you don't need to ask yourself these questions when decluttering everything. If you have a good relationship with your stuff and have awareness of what does add value to your life, then you should know most things if you should be keeping them or letting them go. But these 10 questions are for the tricky items that are hard to decide on. And again, you don't have to ask all 10 questions for each item. But this PDF is super helpful for when you get stuck and overwhelmed in the process and you've got these items that you just can't work out whether you're making the right decision on or not. You can use a handful of these questions to help kind of gather your thoughts better and make an empowered decision. If you use this resource for a while and keep pulling it out when you do decluttering sessions, eventually you won't need it and you will just be more skilled in making these decisions on your own. My name is Steph McGuire and if you subscribe to this podcast, then I will chat to you again here next week. Thanks so much for listening to the Sort It Out Sustainably podcast today. I just wanted to let you know that I've been working on something pretty exciting. It's a minimalism mini course, perfect for anyone wanting to live more simply and sustainably and further align their actions with their values. It helps you get clear on what your personal values actually are, how minimalism can help you align with them better. We get into a bit of decluttering and you'll make a shift in your awareness of the sustainability of everything that comes into your house and leaves your house. It only takes about two hours to go through the program and can be completed in the spare time over a weekend. That's why I called it the Radical Shift Weekend. If you buy access to the mini course, I'll be making a donation to Eden Reforestation Projects to plant 11 trees. The best part of the program is that it only costs $11.11. If you wanna get access now, you can head to my website, sortitoutsustainably.com and click mini course from the menu bar. I really appreciate you lending me your ears for the whole podcast episode today. I hope you take everything you believe will serve you from my episodes and use it to make your life simpler, more sustainable and more joyful.